Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack. But next year, it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. I remember when my grandfather was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Even though he was a prominent figure in our town, as an African-American, it was most likely he would not get the best treatment. Things definitely would have been different if we had PanCan back then, but my grandfather passed away in just under six months. Learn about pancreatic cancer and how to advocate for yourself or someone you love at a free online special event on June 22nd. Go to pancan.org to register now. At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Hello from, Hello the, from the children, children of, planet of planet Earth. From the children of planet Earth, welcome to Bullet Sponge Friday. Happy Friday episode. Mm. Fridays for Good to have Friday. Fridays for TV. That's I couldn't think of anything <laughs> fun. No, it, it it rhymes if you're really drunk. Friday fun day. I don't even know. So, oh, oh, film Friday. Film, oh no, no, it's TV shows. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was so clever. Um, I like this winging it thing. Uh, f- <laughs> Dark territory. Well, we'll just st- stick with Happy Friday talking about TV shows. The way we're doing it, so we do movies on Wednesday. Uh, we do video games on Monday. We do TV shows on Friday. Uh, all streaming content. You'll see in the title where you'll be able to watch every show. So like this episode, uh, unfortunately, uh, Amazon <laughs> for... This garbage. <laughs> He's going to try to... Try Already, to into how, Already into it. He's going to tell me how good it is. But anyway, so we're going to have a uh, shorter format for this. Uh, the video games is much shorter. You know, JT doesn't even know what we're going to be doing for video games. But, you know, we'll just 
We'll wing it like we're doing this. Coming JT's up with clever. Limited. He's already spread thin. Yeah. And people can tell. Yeah. I, I mean, anyone who's listened to an episode that includes JT is like, yeah, that guy really shouldn't have anything to say about anything else. Well, it's better than me talking to myself in a in a small room. Uh, you know, that just gets sad. Hey, you could try it in a large room. You could rent out a gym. Yeah, but Do then the I'm, just, I'm just going to sound like, you know. Hollow. Hollow. Distant. Like last, like uh, like, uh, like Wednesday's, like Wednesday's episode. episode. If you didn't notice, not to get in, uh, you know, to talk. Ryan talk had about to do how, some wizardry. I did. I if you notice that um, I kind of go in and out, especially for both talking at the same time, is because I had to buy a new microphone and it was just uh, so much, so much drama, you know. But I did make seventeen dollars uh, last month on oh. the podcast, so so that went towards. The $30, $40 microphone, whatever it was. I think it was 30 something. So we're back. New microphone. New you got it. Yours is kind of new. This one's yours is pretty new. Yeah, this one is I'm using the one that he used last week because it worked. So he was like, Hey, he sounded so good. I want I want it to sound like that. Well, it's just not fair. Yeah, no, it's really not fair, especially when the good microphone is used on this voice. That's that's no, a but problem. You, I mean you you did a lot of the talking. I did do a lot of t- well. Some people call trust it me. Yapping. I had to edit it by hand. <laughs> you did a lot of the talk. So today you're going to do a lot of the talking today too because it's uh, something I uh, you know you you brought it up and you know you were excited about this TV show when it was first announced. I was excited and apprehensive. Yeah. Well, now I'm I'm really concerned. <laughs> um, and I try to do as much research as possible just to. See what uh, fans thought of it, you know, like other, you know, fans like you that read the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get a lot of positives from uh, book yeah. lovers. I you know. know there's a there's a very split world. Yeah. Of, of fans. Yeah. So I'm just going to start right off the bat. Wheel of Time available on Amazon Prime. Uh, I mean, the first thing that got me were the names. You know, <laughs> I just have this. You know, it's a very common theme. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, if you Lord of the Rings, blah blah blah. You know, uh, when Tolkien wrote that, he didn't have a friend named Ar- you know, Aragon or anything. Right, or, yeah, yeah. Or Legolas Aragorn, or anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so we, it's very common for these odd names. I mean, even in, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I guess you'd call it parallel universes with like Hunger Games, which mm-hmm. is not necessarily fantasy. Yeah. But, uh, but it is parallel. There are not necessarily normal names in yeah. that. There are some. Yeah. But they're spelled weird. Yeah. <laughs> or they're... They're very, or that, like you just change like a thing. You change the spelling and you change one aspect of the name, and it's right. like, it becomes very different. But it sounds like something that somebody could be named. So the first thing that really just right off the bat, I was like, "This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> These are stupid." You're you're an author, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah you know, no, I actually I really do kind of enjoy because it's not uh, one of the things as an author that I really like is the ability to name things, um, and a lot of people experience this when they're naming their kids. Or some people are weird and they name their car and they, you know, people are weird about things like that. But the ability to name something is like a really nice thing to be able to do. And as an author, I really enjoy discovering a character's name. Like if it's going to be a realistic thing, uh, it's really nice to discover like that person's name. And somehow it just clicks when you find the right name for that character. But, but if like these aren't these aren't these right. aren't even close to names, right? No, but what you're doing here is you're actually manufacturing a wholly different universe, and a lot of times, uh, the people will like whoever the authors will come up with names that will all kind of jive together, and they mm-hmm. will create like because it is supposed to be a separate thing. It's not Earth. 
Although, uh, no, I won't go into that. I won't go into that because there is actually some mythology in Wheel of Time that it's like um, it does have tie-ins with the earth that we all inhabit right now. Like, this hmm. is currently a turning of the wheel. Why well, didn't get that? So, uh, no, no, <laughs> I didn't get it reading the books. Uh, oh. It wasn't until later when people started pointing things out, uh, you know, theory stuff. But that's that's deep stuff, and it, that, we don't really need to go into that right now. It is really cool. There's a lot of really cool stuff there. And once you see it, it's like, oh, wow, I did not know he was putting things like that. But he, he did it very intentionally, the, the author of that 14-book series. 14 books, 12,000 pages. Uh, definitely worth the read. Anybody out there who's a fantasy reader will have either read them or tried to read them. It is a long commitment, uh, but it is worth it. Um, but when the show was announced, I was apprehensive at first because I was like, I can see many, 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 many ways this can go wrong. And I did not foresee some of the ways that it did go wrong. However, I am one of the fans who, like, I ended up being very happily surprised. I really enjoyed it. Almost all the way through. Almost everything about it I enjoyed. There's like a couple of things... I thought they missed on. Um, so why don't you tell me, though, your experience of the show? Or do you want me to go through it well, myself I mean, I, first before you, know, you, before you dump on it? So. Well, no, you can, we can go episode by episode, but goodness gracious. So, you know, we're introduced to, you know, it's pretty, pretty you know, um, normal storytelling, yeah. a chosen yeah. one or, you know, the return. Yeah, of, Luke Skywalker's know. on yeah, the backwater it's, planet. It's yeah. Everything. It's... A, it's, it's very, very similar. Uh, there there was, of course, you know, the who was it, who is, you know, the dragon reborn, yeah. right? Yeah, um, It kind of felt obvious as a viewer yeah. to me. Yeah, um, But I do know... Just how they're focusing on the, the five right. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be fair, in the books, it's only the three guys. Like, it's very clear right away that it's the three boys and the, the, the two girls are, like, along because they care. Um, See, I don't know if I read the books... I did. I did see that 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 yeah. uh, the opening kind of threw people off because she did say it could, it could be, a be man a five or a woman. Of, yeah, it could, right. yeah. Which and is that's not, like I mean, but men aren't allowed to do magic. Oh, I don't understand no. the okay. laws. So that's of this. so that's part of it. So to an extent, I think they were really relying on people having had having read the books, watching the show, uh, because in the books, uh, what's what happened is so the basic premise of the story is that. Every uh, age is a new turning of the wheel. Everything that has happened in the past will happen again. And there's this continual fight between good and evil. Uh, and it comes down to the dragon who will come again. And, and, this... he was, and that individual, I'll say that because it could be a man or woman in the show apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, that individual decides to destroy or... You know, protect, right? I guess it's the... Right, it's, save it's, or it's, the, it's the temptation... That is given to that person, um, and if that person fails and like goes with the darkness, then you know it, he can wipe out the world basically, and then the world has to start anew. So that like, there's a couple of hints towards it in the show that like you'll see things where like that looks like skyscrapers, but they're overgrown in the background, and it's like oh no, like that was from an age where the dragon failed and went to the dark, and civilization was wiped out, and now everybody's living in like. Bronze Age technology again, um, which this is like a little bit more advanced than that. But so the general premise, though, is that men and women have separate, like they access separate channels of magic. So like women have act, women who who are uh, able to do it have access to one type of magic, and men can't access that, and vice versa. 
And so what had happened was in a previous age, the dark one, the the like the ultimate lord of evil, which we have not seen, which in the we show. Have, which we have not seen in the show, we despite the it. fact that like it, they try to present it as though you've seen him in the show. You have not seen him in the show even right. on the that's last just episode. Right, that's a minion, right? Like that's one of yeah. the top minions. Though. Yeah, he's he's number one, one of the guys. He's, he's one of the one. forsaken. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the, but the dark one in a previous age had managed to place a taint into the source. That's how it re- it's referred to in the book. And I know that sounds gross to people, but it's supposed to sound gross to people. And basically the point is that like you sense it when you're channeling, channeling magic through you and, uh, it eventually drives men mad. And so what's happening is the women are like the red, the red, um, a Sedai, I Sedai, whatever you want to call Sedai. it. I, they say I said I because that's what Robert Jordan wanted. I think that's a dumb way to spell it, Robert. And, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, I saw a few comments. One of the comments was like, I'm so happy he died before this show came out. Because <laughs> it is just what they yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe to an extent. But I feel like they actually did a really good job because having read the books. But anyway, getting back to it. So the Reds are trying to cut off men who can channel because you can't stop. Like, no matter how hard you try, you eventually will tap into it enough that it will drive you insane, and then you are hell on wheels. Like, think about, um, like, it's, like, the masculine and feminine differences here are really actually kind of important in deep philosophy, and, like, there's a lot there in the books about it. So the red, the red ajas are basically, they're trying to stop men and channel any man who can, uh, uh, gentle any man who can channel so they cut them off from the source so that they cannot actually go mad and have that power to like lay waste because it does happen um and so that's what's actually going on and meanwhile you've got um uh you know these three kids who uh they're a little bit older in the in the tv show than they are in the books but like you've got these three kids one of them is going to turn out to be really important and you do find out in the first season who it actually is as you do in the books um, and so it's like, so you've got these power struggles. So like the idea, they didn't do a good job of presenting the magic because it's not clear that like this, these are different things that the men and women are doing. It's very different. The okay. women can do certain things. The men can do certain things in the books. They can't even see that the, the other, like that somebody is channeling. They can't even see it. Like they did not do a good job of, of translating that in there, but the portrayals of magic, like the mechanics of how it looks and things like that, and what they do is really close to the books, and it's really well done. So, as somebody who did not read the books... Except for the right? weavings. The what? Except for the weavings. Robert Jordan talks a lot about, like, uh, uh, so, like, when you're channeling the magic, like, you're actually, like, taking different aspects of the magic you have access to, and you're, like, weaving them together. You're uh, not doing it physically, but, like, you're doing it with your presence of mind and so forth. Oh, which actually um, would have uh, tied well to the opening. Yeah, it would have really tied well to the opening, but I, I, I have these suspicions that uh, Amazon was pressing hard to get this dang season out. They restricted them from having... They, I think they originally requested 14 episodes. They restricted them to eight. They really needed at least 12. Hmm. for what they were trying to do. And then uh, the biggest failing in, in my book, and this this uh, was made clear to me by uh, a YouTuber named Daniel Green, is that they couldn't, like, they were so screwed over by COVID and the amount of lockdowns that they were dealing with, they were not able to get 
um, the the people necessary to do what they actually had in the scripts to do, which is why the last episode kind of looks like garbage. The whole last episode really doesn't look good. The only things that look good are like what Rand and uh, um, uh, drawn a blank on the the Forsaken's name, like that that interaction that looks actually pretty good. It's you know it it looks good to me, but like the actual battle and stuff looks pathetic and stupid and terrible. Um, but like they actually there were a number of things involved in that, but most of it was like the lockdowns and the restrictions. They could not get stuff like that done, and Amazon just pressing get it out, get it out, get it out. So they put out an unfinished product is what happened, um, and it looks bad. But if you're willing to overlook some of the you know this looks kind of like the way CG looked in like the early 2000s if you're willing to overlook that i think they actually did a really good job uh and i know a lot of people hate it and that's fine so. well, I, I couldn't overlook it so <laughs> uh being someone who's never read the books and going in it completely blind really um i you're right i mean the big issue was the magic yeah because i don't know what the limitations are yeah. i don't know what the rules are right yeah, yeah like yeah. when i watch you know i'm gonna i'm gonna say that star wars is magic okay yeah it is so Star Wars is fantasy. It's not sci-fi. It is, it is very clear to me what the limitations of the characters are. Not, right. And it's not even really... They don't really teach it to you. They yeah. just show you somebody do their very best. Mm-hmm. The, they show their very best doing their very best. Yeah. And then you know what that limit is. So when you see, I don't know, Yoda catch you know lightning and throw it back or something. Yeah. It's like, that's the best right. that we could get. And then you know what that limit is. But with this show, I'm just like, so... What can they do? What can't they do? Yeah. Like, uh, where are we? You know? There's... And I think even Harry Potter, I mean, that's actually why that series works, is because it is a training process, right? right? So you actually, yeah, yeah. You, learn as, you learn what's capable as the characters do. Yeah. Where this, I'm just like, what? What is going on? Yeah. What, what can you do exactly? And then, um, you know, towards the end, I guess it might have been the finale, um, where... Uh, you know, the group is like all channeling together and the yeah. like people are bursting into flames yeah. and burning from the inside out. I'm just like, is this is this something I should have been aware of that this happens? Or is this no, like- as, a, as a viewer, no. But like I said, they were relying that a lot of people would have read the series and would be able to explain these things. So what's going on oh, there? Oh, but she brought that girl back to life as well. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so that's yeah. and that was like, that w- That's like the one thing in the show that I have a huge problem with. It's like I... So you can't bring people back to life. That's made very clear in the books that, like, at one point, uh, Rand tries to bring somebody back to life. Hmm. And, like, it goes horribly wrong. And it's, like, it's super creepy in the books, the way he does it, um, the way the the author describes it. Um, And so it's, like, it's made clear to you what the limitations are by the fact that there's 14 books to kind of expose this thing. That's why they needed 12 episodes, at least, uh, in my opinion. They should have had more time to actually kind of, like nudge viewers in the direction of what actually can be done and what can't be done. You can't bring people back to life. What's being argued there is, oh, well, she wasn't actually fully dead. It's like, BS, she was dead. And even, uh, like, what they should have done, in my opinion, is, like, she is, like, writhing on the ground in agony because of, like, all of this stuff that's going on. And then uh, Egwene manages to, you know, uh, cut her off from the source that's causing her all this pain and then, you know, rejuvenate her. Um, that was a bad decision. I, I don't quite know why they did that, why they made that decision. 
it none of that was in the books. Um, well, what about um, what about having a character who's married uh, just to kill his wife within yeah, the first ten minutes? That was show? also not in the books. They were considerably younger in the books. I think they were like sixteen. But in the why books. even have that? Uh, I think they they realized that with such a short time frame in terms of your episodes, they really needed to have something compelling for Perrin to be dealing with in his in his life because in the books he's actually dealing with some other stuff that they just did not have a chance to get into in this season. So they so, needed to give him pain. Yeah, and they did it that and like make him, make whole, him guilty. Why, but why? Did and he and then have like this wife? implication later on that like somehow he was having an affair with his wife with Egwene. And it's like, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it is very odd. And I remember when I was watching the first episode, I was like, wait, wait, Perrin's married? What the heck is going on? Because there's a character in the books later on. That he marries. That he marries. Yeah. He ends up meeting this character, I think in the third book and like they get married and there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens surrounding that. And it's like, I think they just wanted something to kind of hook you into his character emotionally, but they didn't give him anything to work with in terms of that. They basically just made him brooding about the fact that he killed his wife when it's like, no, you kind of should, like, if you actually feel remorse, you should be, like, disabled by this entirely. Um, to be honest, I mean... Yeah, so there were there were a number of creative choices that I'm not sure really made all that much sense. I don't know if I but, left the series caring about any of them. Yeah, okay. That's not good. It's not good. I mean, I'm sure if I had a rich, you know... Uh, library of knowledge from books. I, would I mean, have, how good yeah, was how like, good was Barney Harris as Matt though? I mean, he was great, like the whole way through. Yeah. Until he had a mental breakdown and had to leave the show, and that's why they cut him out of like the last two episodes. Oh, is that why? That's why. That's another thing that happened. That, but that it was good. They literally had to rewrite the last episode, I think, four times because of COVID, because of Barney Harris leaving, and so like so. okay, so I, I'll compare it to Harry Potter again, just because we're in the magic young mm-hmm. young people with magic yep. mode. So when you go see. The Harry Potter films, right? You go in the theater. You can tell who's read the books yeah. in the audience. Like, I'm sitting there crying when Dobby dies. And other people are just like, who cares? He was in like he was in like 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the big deal? It's like, <laughs> you have no idea! <laughs> you have no idea what he's been through! And like, they completely ignore, you know, the Hermione stuff with Dobby afterward. Yeah, uh, yeah. Freeing the owls and all that stuff. So, well, anyway, that, that was another example of like you know you just have you have time. to you have to reduce your scope. Yeah, uh, and there was a lot of stuff in those books as well that just had to be cut out of the movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which same, is same which thing. is why for those of you out there who don't read books, hey, try the audiobooks because like that's why these stories are really so well done in the books because the books really take time to craft your emotional experience the whole way through. You know what would have been nice uh, just because Amazon owns Audible uh, before oh. releasing. The, they could have at least put maybe the first book like Audible, just free. Hey, yeah, come down with free yeah. Audible books. Yeah, and the theory is like you might get thirteen book sales out of this. Yeah, you know per yeah. listener. But then again, you might uh, drive the ratings down to the show because people will notice <laughs> all of the things you did wrong. Well, it's not so much the things you did wrong. I, I give it a lot of forgiveness because, as I said before, it, it's a different turning the wheel. Everything will happen again. Uh, and you get a new chance to make all of your choices, uh, and almost all of these characters will come around again in a in a new turning. That's that's the theory of the universe in this story. So it's like to me, and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Wheel of Time fans are saying this. Those who will tolerate the show, there are plenty of Wheel of Time fans who will not tolerate the show, and that's fine. Uh, I can understand that, but you know, I I'll explain it in a second. But it's just a different turning of the wheel. 
So like the books that I read, the 14 books, that's one turning of the wheel. But this is a different one. So this is like more creative freedom for the writers to say, okay, this is this universe. It's, it is these characters, but it is a different iteration of these characters. And it's totally okay to do that. Uh, and, and part of the reason why I'm so forgiving is I went into the show thinking this is going to be really awful and I'm going to hate it. So I just need to like kind of let go of any expectations I have and just try to enjoy some of it. And I was pleasantly surprised. Like the first three episodes came out um, in one night uh, and I watched all three right away. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is different. It's different than I had in my mind when I read the books. It's different than what I've heard from other people. But it's still pretty good. I still really enjoy it. It really does kind of capture a lot of these characters. And there's so many subtle ways uh, that a lot of the actors manage to like just nudge you towards what you read in the books. Uh, like the, the Zoe Robbins who played Nynaeve I thought was just fantastic. But you don't even know to pay attention to that unless you read the books. You don't even know what she's doing to really nail that character down in like the 87 lines total that they gave her in the series mm. unless you read the books. And that's part of the problem. They needed more episodes. They just needed more episodes. Um, and, and that's very clear because you hated it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, there just wasn't uh, there just wasn't a lot of depth to any of the characters. Um, the explanation on... Uh, the magic and everything else involved. Uh, we didn't really get to even see the big band, which, you know, is yeah. kind of a nice... That's usually a nice way to cliffhanger finale. True. Um, and I do think a lot of people thought it was that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I, if you... It, like, in the show, they refer to him as the Dark One. And it's like, that's not the Dark One. And if you pause it on Amazon... It would bring up a thing on the bottom that would say, like, it would do this for every every scene, but it would have, like, who is yeah, the yeah. character. And on that one, uh, it was, like, it was his name. Not Asmodian, but for some reason, Asmodian sticking in my mind. Um, maybe it was. I don't remember. But it's one of the Forsaken. And, like, he's also a little bit of a lunatic. So... Uh, and I thought that act, that actor did a fantastic job just being super creepy. Yeah, but again, I don't thing, understand so. the magic. So <laughs> yeah, what, he can make you... See what he can make you see a fake. Uh, no, he was granted the powers. Uh, he was granted a power by the um, the Dark One in specific instances to present uh, temptations to um, to Rand, basically to the to the dragon, in order to get the dragon enticed into going over to the dark side. Because ultimately, I mean, how could he believe that? Who? <laughs> like when I was watching, and I was like. He was like, are you real? <laughs> and I was like, of course she's not. You're just standing <laughs> with that devil dude. Yeah. yeah. Are you an idiot? <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, come, to- come talk to our baby. It's like, <laughs> when would you have had a baby? You idiot. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's the draw of uh, uh, the thing that could have been, you know. Um, if, you okay. want to t- if you want to take it in a philosophical um at a philosophical level, it's like, you know, if you are so disillusioned by what you expected your life would be by this point in your life, you can allow yourself to become very bitter and to succumb to some very negative feelings because oh, well, you thought just, you were going to have this. You just psychoanalyze me. Thanks. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Might like, have hey, psychoanalyzed a lot of people out of there. You ever think you'd be doing a podcast in your kitchen with me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with me, it can't be that good. But so anyway, like, I, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of forgiveness for the show because it's 
ha- having read the books, I I have a little bit in mind about just how freaking difficult it would be to do. I mean, the, the series is twelve thousand pages long. It has over thirteen hundred characters that have names. So it's Ugh. like like just the idea of like how do you even narrow and none of them are real names. <laughs> none of them are real names. Uh, how do you even narrow these things down? How do you how do you funnel this giant universe uh, onto a screen that people will actually watch? And I feel like like if I had to rate it, season one was a pretty good effort. It's like a three point five out of five. Uh, and I think um, longer a longer season would really help. Uh, and maybe a little bit more thorough thinking through uh, what's what's going on would help for season two. And supposedly season two is already filmed. They are going through the what? process. Yeah, they finished filming it um, like two months after the season one finished. Um, they're going through the process of doing like all the CG and all that. And hopefully they're actually going to finish it this time before they put it out. Yeah, um, I think they would have been a little bit better off if it was season one, part one. Yeah, right? that, that could have been good. Oh, I really hate that, that the way the... That's done in British television, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's you know Netflix did it with Stranger Things this oh, year. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's kind of actually very 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 common. Mm. Uh, and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, it's it's very common. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a you're right. It's it, it used to be mm. a British thing, uh, but now it's, I didn't know it it had migrated. It has migrated very heavily. Mm. Um, normally, you know, like we've done it for years, we just call it uh, like a hiatus month. You know, oh, okay. We've been doing it for years. We okay. usually it comes right before. So it's not weeks. like another six months before you get the second no. part. It's like a month. A month. Okay. And I yeah, feel- I actually feel like as a fan, uh, I would have been better. I would have been happier if they had been like, "All right, here's the first four episodes, and then the other four episodes are coming." Now, I, I obviously like after this Christmas. Late. Did it premiere every week? So the first three episodes launched on one night, and then did they do like two every night or something? It was, like it, I think it was um, every. Well, this is this is for the United States. It was every Thursday night uh, until Christmas. So it was like they set it back enough so that like whatever it is. Uh, wow, I put off watching that for six months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, it might not have been till Christmas. It might have been till New Year's, but it was in that it was in that area. Um, and so binge watching the first three episodes was. Uh, really cool, but I really liked that they put it out episode at a time because my brothers, two of my brothers, also read the books and they're super into it. We just and so it was really cool to like watch an episode and like, hey, what did you think about that? Did you notice this? Did oh, you see water this cooler, over here? Water cooler. Yeah, the, the water cooler yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so it was really, it was really fun to get to do that with them. And then like one of them would point something out, oh, I didn't notice that. And I'd go back and watch a little bit of it when I got home. And like, oh yeah, that is in there. Well, that makes me think, <laughs> you know, mm. stuff like that. But it's like, it's it's an investment um, in in time to read the books. So I don't expect people to read them. Um, it's and there, I have a couple of friends, not my brothers, fortunately, but I have a couple of friends who are so disgusted by some of the creative changes made for the show that they refuse to watch it. Um, like, you got three, four episodes in and will not watch anymore. And it's like, I, I don't know, man. Like it's a difficult thing. You you have a film degree. You know how it it is a freaking difficult thing to make a movie. In some senses, with all the people involved, it's remarkable that anything coherent comes out in the first place. So I'm kind of just like I don't know. Like they really tried, and a lot of it's really cool. I liked it. You know, um, three point five out of five. You know, which is just a seven out of ten. So yeah, I mean that's fair. Um. Well, here, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back for our final thoughts 
My final thoughts on a <laughs> wheel of time. As Joe gets kicked out of the house, JT. We'll be right back. I remember when my grandfather was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Even though he was a prominent figure in our town, as an African-American, it was most likely he would not get the best treatment. Things definitely would have been different if we had PanCan back then, but my grandfather passed away in just under six months. Learn about pancreatic cancer and how to advocate for yourself or someone you love at a free online special event on June 22nd. Go to pancan.org to register now. Bye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yeah, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com That's one 844 Leaf. All right, welcome back, my little children. Um, so, Wheel of Time, I think 3.5 is, uh, is very nice of you. But, um, you know, it's hard. It's really hard in this day and age. Mm-hmm. To come out with something so epic mm-hmm. on a small scale TV, right? Yeah. And we've seen epic failure after epic failure of these, uh, you know, fantasy franchises, mm-hmm. right? There's been a lot of, you know, like, I remember going to the theater to see Aragon, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for the next one! But now that we're on the scale where everybody is producing their own content with, like, Amazon Studios and everything else... Um, and they kind of just blow money. Like, yeah. it's going out of style. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you do have shareholders, but nobody <laughs> nobody seems to care. They just keep pushing stuff out. They don't really, you know, like you said, Amazon wanted them out. Yeah. This many. Let's go. Yeah. Amazon is, like, crazy to take over Netflix. Right. And has been for, like, three or four years now. So, that's not going to happen. Not with this. So No, I, I, don't, I don't know why they're so crazy about it. Because it's like, hey, you guys are... You kind of took over all retail, yeah, so yeah. like maybe just rest on your laurels a little bit. But then again, please making, please keep making cool things like this. Now I will say that I think if Wheel of Time was owned by a different studio, I think it might have done better. So the pacing of the show is why I would give it such a low score. Yeah, it's way too frantic. The pacing is 
there's points where you're just like, come on, get on with it. And there's some points like, whoa, 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 show, whoa, yeah, what yeah. happened? What yeah. happened? What a miss? What a miss? Yeah. <laughs> so you're all over the place, and it's really kind of like nerve wracking, especially to somebody who has no outside knowledge of any of the books or any of the, anything. So, first of all, Amazon, uh, make the book, the first book free. You obviously have some sort of yeah. you know, sweetheart deal there. Make it free on Audible. You own Audible, like many other things. <laughs> so do that. Um, I feel like they're putting too much of their focus in different shows. Like, you know, like Upload is one of my favorite Amazon originals. And it is, they, they keep shrinking. They keep shrinking seasons of all their shows. So Upload this year was only like eight episodes. Yeah. Same with Wheel of Time. Same with Wheel of Time, yeah. So I'm just like, what? All these shows are green screen. It's, yeah, yeah, and you're you're spraying money at these shows. I don't I don't know what upload was going for, like like um, certainly Wheel of Time and definitely Lord of the Rings. Like you are just yeah, Lord of the Rings. You are like, burning you, money like the Lord Joker. Of the Rings, that that scares me. Yeah, I am worried a, a little bit. Yeah, I, well, I'm worried about some of the other things I've heard about Lord of the Rings. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, but. we can talk about. It. We'll we'll eventually do it. Yeah, but. They, they, they should have slowed it down, gave us more episodes, more backstory, not necessarily backstory in the characters. I'm talking about the world. Yeah, and actually some of the flashbacks that they started with I thought was were really cool. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw the, the thing. That, it's a little ridiculous, admittedly. Uh, but like the, the chick um, fighting at the very beginning of the episode and then she gives birth and you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is as a reader. Um like I thought that was so cool because like he nods toward he nods at this thing repeatedly in the books, but he never actually describes the scene. And they did such a good job of nailing that down the way it really felt like it would happen um, as a reader. But you know, then they never followed through on some of these things, and I feel like they never followed through because they're under pressure for deadline, and they also have this extremely small budget for for time. Twelve episodes, come on, man! Like. Another another four and a half hours, and a lot of this could have been smoothed out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at the end it was so rushed. What was what is the name of the place where they go to find the dark one? But he, the Eye of the World. Yeah, is that what it's called? That that's what it's called. The Briar that's Patch. The Briar Patch. Yeah. <laughs> now I heard that. Wasn't... Oh, you mean you mean the uh, the blight? The, the blight. blight. Thank yeah. you. The Briar Patch. The, that, so the Eye of the World is in the blight. Yeah. They kept acting like you know she she kept sounding. She was like, "This is the most dangerous yeah. place." Blah, yeah. blah, blah. She was like, "If you turn if you turn around and get lost, you'll be stuck here forever." Yeah. And it's like you can literally see the <laughs> you know yeah. you can see right where you were you going. Can, yeah, I was like, "This is the most non threatening thing." There's not even any thorns on this briar patch. That is true. I liked the I liked the uh, the concept of it. It's not like it's described in the books, but yeah, the I, books, I liked I liked I looked, the I saw what it was described as in the books. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, that's that's cool too." I liked the aesthetic that they came up with, but they didn't sell it well enough. And it didn't uh, look good. Yeah, it looked a little. It looked a little rough. It looked a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Amazon. I really hope season two is uh, palatable. Yeah, a little bit better. I, I'm gonna, I, you know, I'll give it a shot. I made it through this. You know, I didn't. <laughs> there were a few episodes where I was just like whatever. <laughs> Check my email. Or um, but I, you know, I, I do wish you the best. So you would give it a three point five out of five. Yeah, I'd give it a three point five. Seven out of, out of ten. I'll give it a four out of ten, and that's being nice. That's no. Yeah, that's as somebody who had no context for what the heck you were watching. Because that's I reasonable. appreciated 
a lot of I mean the special effects um, the uh, the magical special effects yeah. are actually good yeah um, a lot of the textural and uh, just kind of landscape special effects were not very good also. that's true so well I'll say one thing that I haven't brought up here that I the very first episode impressed me right away I liked that it was saturated because there's so much of film and TV these days that is like just dried of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, this show, lay, like they kind of oversaturate things. And I really liked it. I That appeals to me so much more than a lot of this like drain the color out of everything and, you know, just make the show look anemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? You get these super nice TVs. A lot of these people, I don't have one, but I, have, I do have a decent TV. But like OLED TVs can show extremely like explosions of color right and then you've got like these things that are practically black and white what are you, what are you yeah. doing as Game an artist Game of Thrones, that's definitely an issue of my oh is it really yeah. oh okay just see very i as gray might shock people to know i have not read or watched any of game of thrones yeah so maybe someday okay hopefully <laughs> um i guess not enough magic for you not enough magic uh, next, uh, we got a video game coming up, and then we'll talk about uh, a Netflix original film that it's kind of an odd one for this show, but that's okay. But that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so until then, uh, be safe, be well, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. See you. Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack, but next year it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.